Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Appearance Radio with Augusto Perez. This is the End Time News Report. We'll be taking a look at current world news events through the lens of Bible prophecy as we await the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, here is Augusto. Welcome to the End Time News Report. I am Augusto Perez, and shalom. Today is Friday, February 2nd, 2024, the year of our Lord. And we're going to take a look at the headlines as we see them through the eyes of Bible prophecy and the Word of God. And, um, well, um, as the beat goes on, right, uh, everything continues to go on. And uh, uh, the globalists continue to prepare for war, and uh, and uh, the dollar continues to plummet. And um, news has just uh, come that... Um, Saudi TV that uh, confirming that uh, Saudi Arabia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, has joined the BRICS group, along with South Africa and uh, Egypt, Ethiopia, and um, Iran, and uh, UAE, and uh, also our members now. Argentina says it will now join. Belay is saying that he's going to stick to the dollar. So that's going to be a, a little a little help to the dollar, but not much. But um, anyways, uh, this is some of the things that are happening. We are um, we are also dealing with a situation at the border that con- that continues that continues to uh, to go nowhere. Really, it continues to go nowhere. The solution is nowhere in sight, and. Uh, Oh, Biden is really in la-la land. I mean, he really doesn't know what's going on, really. Uh, sometimes I wonder. I mean, this is this is like uh, elder abuse, uh, actually, um, you know, uh, uh, to do something like that to a person like that. And uh, so anyways, um, it is what it is. And um, so, but I, I have had a couple of, uh, of dreams uh, in the last, uh, I mean, this week, in the last three days, that is uh, very unusual for me because I have never had dreams about Donald Trump, and I have had two this week. I never, ever had dreams about or, you know, visions or anything or words from the Lord about Donald Trump, and I had two this week. So something is happening. Something is going on, but I will share that later in the program. So... With that, turn it over to you, guys. Well, you're right, Augusto. We're in a really unprecedented times, as it, it appears that uh, the U.S. is basically collapsing on all levels. Um, we have a government that's against the people um, and are determined not to change anything. And I've often wondered uh, if if we actually have a 2024 election and Trump wins, will they even allow him to uh, come to Washington, D.C.? Will they even allow him to, to, you know, enter the Oval Office? Uh, I'm not sure. You know, and and this is something, this is just me thinking, I suppose, but, you know, I've I've kind of assumed for some time that possibly a basic, you know, actual kinetic civil war would break out because maybe – you know, 
the right would stand up to the left. However, I'm about to decide that that doesn't appear to be going to happen, uh, especially not in Washington, but that's not going to happen. And so possibly the Civil War actually will start if Trump looks like he's going to win. They'll probably enter the game early and bring chaos, and and they already have their groups. Uh, matter of fact, uh, and I'm not a, a fan of Nikki Haley, but uh, her program was uh, delayed or, or postponed yesterday because of pre- or, or pro-Palestinian uh, protesters. I mean, they're going after everybody. And... Uh, I tell you what, it, it's just uh, unbelievable. It, it appears, and I listen to a lot of, a lot of reports. It appears that probably half of this country hates America, and about half this country loves America, and the bridge is just, you know, is not going to go over that gap anymore. Uh, but the interesting thing is, and I saw it yesterday involving Israel, and I know people have hard feelings about Israel, you know, but I, I find it. I find it really telling that everybody's for Hamas, it seems, so many of them. They come out for Hamas, and and they never bring out Hamas attacked Israel first. And I saw something the other day that was interesting because uh, they were reporting in the news feeds out of Israel. They're saying, uh, you know, to, to most of the world and Hamas that all Israelis or settlers. In other words, they don't. It's not their land. So we're back to the to the biblical dispute. However, the the most interesting thing that really shocked me, and you mentioned, you know, uh, the old guy at the White House, and it's interesting that he now has moved to bring sanctions. You know, he started with Russia sanctions. Well, actually, they started. They you know hammered Trump with sanctions. Then they started with Russia, and. Um, Guess what? Now, uh, the Biden administration is sanctioning Israeli settlers. It's just unbelievable where this is being taken to, to the, to the point I don't know you can come back from. Yeah, there's lots of this going on in America. It's really a shame to see, uh, so many people who are for Hamas, uh, in their attack against Israel and those people who hate this country. It just blows my mind that anyone would want to support Biden and the Democrats, considering what they're doing to destroy this country, and actually hate Trump, despite all of the good that he did in four years as president. He's the first president we've had uh, for a long time who loves this country and did everything he could for this country and for Americans. All the other presidents, going back quite a ways, uh, did not. All they cared about was doing the will of the globalists and uh, uh, to the detriment of this country. So finally we get a decent president, and the left just went crazy when he won the election and beat Hillary Clinton. That was a move of the Lord. I have no doubt about that. So now we have what is going on here, the possibility of no presidential election this year. But if for some reason the Lord pulls off another miracle and uh, we do have presidential elections and Trump wins, 
uh, he would not, I believe, go to Washington, considering the state of that uh, place, and would probably be moving around a lot to thwart any assassination attempts or anything else that uh, these leftists try to do to stop him. They will really stop at nothing trying to eliminate him because they do not want him as the president. So uh, this thing is really heating up and on the border. Uh, we have the uh, the uh, National Guard or the, uh, yeah, the National Guard there in Texas and uh, versus the feds. And this thing is going to escalate, I believe, as Biden attempts to keep the borders open and Texas for the time being and all the states that have joined with Texas do everything they can to close the borders. So this is what we have facing us. Uh, You know, America has never been in a state of peril like this before, uh, except for when George Washington was fighting against the British. And uh, we have that uh, on as one of our uh, dreams and visions, uh, outlining what uh, Washington saw when God gave him a vision of what was going to befall America. So everything happening the dollar is on the verge of collapsing. I read uh, stories out there about the banks and the problems they're having. Uh, this is the time, if ever, that we really need to be praying for this country and these people that are standing up against this tyranny. Well, you know, I have been praying, and I pray every day for for this country and for the president, Trump, and um, for our leaders, for our governor, and for many things. And uh, my faith hasn't wavered. My faith hasn't wavered. Uh, sometimes I get discouraged. Sometimes I get, uh, you know, to the point where I, I wonder if, if this is it. This is the end. And uh, But I keep going. We have to keep going. We cannot let down. We cannot give up. And so this is, uh, this is the walk of faith. Now, <clears throat> like I said at the beginning of the program, I have had two experiences this week with President Trump. Now, going back, going back to 2016, okay, I have never had a, um, a vision about Trump. The only word I got about Trump was that he was uh, Cyrus. That's it. That's it. That's I didn't have any vision, any dreams, or anything. That was it. It was a simple word, and the Lord confirmed that word when I went to Cincinnati, Ohio that same year. And I remember that that, um, that I was going to pray for the people, and the Lord told me, you know, I will confirm this to you. I will confirm. And I was there. And so when I was when I was praying for the people, there was this woman carrying a little baby, and uh, like I always do, I go to the you know to the mother, and I said, what's the you know she wanted me to pray for the child, and I said, what's his name? And she said, his name is Cyrus. Now that just it just blew me away. It just blew me away. And uh, <clears throat> now, as after the fact, after those years have passed, and of course Trump became president in 2016, I believe that was a prophetic, symbolic act that the mother came to me and told me, asked me to pray for her son Cyrus which I believe it is was the Lord trying to show me and the intercessors to pray for Cyrus. Okay? Now, having said that, 
I don't agree with some of the things that Trump has done. I'm still not happy with the fact that he hasn't owned up to the to the jab and the vaccine. That he he, he still claims total responsibility over the the vaccines and the rollout and all that stuff. He hasn't backed out, and I'm not happy with that. However, everything else that he has done has been good, or most of it has been good. He has made he has made some wrong decisions. He has put people in uh, positions that are he should not have put them there that they were they were shields and in the end they betrayed him so yeah it was a lack of judgment uh, mistakes he made but uh, you know everybody makes mistakes everybody makes mistakes maybe he needs we need to pray that god gives the man more discernment wisdom in making such decisions now i said all that to say this that this week uh, i had a uh, the first one was, I think it was on Monday night, and I shared it on Tuesday. And and in this particular dream, I, I, and I know it was from God because I was not thinking about Trump. I wasn't reading news about Trump. I wasn't, I mean, like always, I just go about my business. And all of a sudden, here is a dream that God gave me, and I felt his peace. So I know it was from him because when I felt that, when I feel that peace, I know it is the Lord, okay? I can tell the difference. After many years, I can tell the difference in dreams. I can tell the difference. And, uh, and when I sense that peace, <coughs> I, 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 I exchange a few words with him, with Trump, and all of a sudden, you know, he was kind of light mood, you know, in a light mood. And then all of a sudden, he got serious. He looked, he looked at a certain area in the distance, he got serious, very serious, and he reached down to the ground, and he picked up three stones, and they were white stones, and they were like uh, like uh, like the stones you find by the riverbeds. They were not perfectly round, but they were kind of uh, uh, smooth, you know what I'm saying, not ragged. They were smooth stones, and he picked up three of them. I saw, I saw him pick them up in their hands. And the stones were quite large. They fitted, they, you know, each stone fit in his, in his hands, but, uh, I mean, they were not small. They were about, maybe about four or five inches wide each, at least. And so, uh, he did that, and that was the end of the dream. I don't know what happened afterwards. And then, just a couple nights ago, I had another dream. <laughs> and again, this time, I saw him. <clears throat> and I felt the peace of God. It wasn't in, in, in this dream. It was the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And I knew it was the Lord showing me something. Again, this is not me prophesying. This is not me saying, Thus saith the Lord. I'm just sharing with you what I was shown. Okay? I'm sharing with you what I was shown. And uh, I saw President Trump sitting behind the presidential desk. Okay, I saw him sitting there, and I saw him going about his business, and there was a lot of bustling and a lot of activity, and it, it just lasted a few moments. I don't remember. That. There were other things that happened, but I don't remember, and then that was the end of the dream. Now, why am I sharing this? Because we all have talked about the fact whether 
there might even be an election, maybe not an election, maybe this, maybe that. And I believe that all of these things, I believe there's still going to be a civil war. I believe that because the Lord showed it to me as well. There's going to be a, a civil war. There's going to be a revolution happen started by the communists. Okay, by the globalists, communists. The Lord showed me that. I know it's going to happen. And he has shown the same thing to others. Also, I know that there's going to be a nuclear war. Again, he has shown that to me in the past, and it's obvious now. You don't have to be a, you don't have to be a, a, a prophet or a, a watchman or anything to see the handwriting on the wall. It's, it's going to happen. Okay, so these things are going to happen. The dollar is going to collapse. I mean, the same thing. You don't have to be a, you don't have to be any kind of a prophet or a, or anything of such to see that the dollar is going down. Okay, and so there are on the border. We know where that is heading. It's heading for a big conflict. So these things are going to happen. The United States has been infiltrated. It is being infiltrated. All of these things are going to happen. However, these, these two dreams I had um, make a difference in the sense that from what the Lord has shown me, it appears that there will be some kind of election. I don't know how he's going to get there, but he showed me. He showed, he showed me him sitting behind the desk, beside, behind, behind the presidential desk. And he had three stones in his hand. So I don't know. I have some ideas what those stones represent, but I was not told. So I just wanted to share that with the people because, as I have said before, we need to pray for this man, whether you like him or not, whether you love him or hate him, okay? There are, there are all kinds of groups out there, people that worship Trump, that he's an idol to them, and those that hate him and abhor him, okay? So people need to <clears throat> come to the realization that it does not matter. It doesn't matter what we feel or what we like or what we dislike. It is all about God and his will. What is his will in this matter? That is all that matters, at least to me. That is all that matters to me. If, if whatever God's will is, it's settled in my heart and in my mind. So I am going to pray, and I ask the people to pray for this man. Regardless of your feelings, like I said, I have, I have still some things I don't like about that, that he has done, and he hasn't uh, acknowledged the wrong that he did. But um, I am just telling you I'm going to go with whatever the Lord has laid on my heart and what he has shown me. So we need to pray, those of you that get to the point where you understand and accept and receive what I am saying, just, uh, you know, if you would pray for the man, the Bible tells us to do it anyway. Pray for those that are in, uh, in authority over you, okay? The Bible commands us. It doesn't say whether you feel like it says pray for those in authority over you. So we are supposed to pray for this man. And like Chuck was saying, he has done a lot of good. too. And so I don't know what's going to happen afterwards. When he gets there, we probably will be involved in some or all of these things that we have discussed so far in this program. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, that's very, very interesting. And I, I too, was 
really interested in the three smooth stones, the white stones. Uh, a lot of that's biblical. So, uh, you know, that reminded me a little bit uh, of the dream I had about Trump coming back. And, of course, he was on the move. Uh, it appeared to be some military guard him. I don't I couldn't tell. I didn't seem to see uh, insignias or anything like that identifying who they were, but it was certainly a military convoy he was in all the time, and they kept moving him. And then uh, I'll share a dream I had last night. I've, I've been kind of having a problem with uh, a virus of some kind in my throat and all. I had a sore throat last night, so I was getting up and going to the kitchen and gargling with you know, warm salt water. And uh, I'd done that a couple of times, and I came back and went to sleep. And then when I went to sleep, I went into a dream that was very, very, to me, very significant. Now, a lot of people may misunderstand this dream and as I give it, but uh, the way I look at it is, you know, I'm a vessel of the Lord, and the Lord points his vessels in the direction he chooses, not humanity, okay, not globalists, not leaders, you know, uh, the Lord uses the vessel in the direction he considers and decides to use it. And so, and I'm not going to share all the points of the dream. The dream is very complicated. However, some points I'm not going to share, but, uh, I found myself, and, uh, you know, as you said, Augusto, when I began to dream this, I, I was suddenly thrust into a meeting. It was a, a special room, um, uh, a lot of security, uh, you know, I knew that uh, normally I would not be in such a room. I wouldn't be allowed probably in the state where the room was. But uh, I was in this special room. There was a meeting going on between uh, some of the uh, hierarchy of the U.S., uh, a couple other countries, and in the room setting not too far from me where I was standing was Vladimir Putin, and I knew him. You know, I've seen images, lots of images of Putin. I know exactly what he looks like. And he was sitting at a table with one of his Russian ministers sitting on the right-hand side of him. And as I was looking at him, I kept feeling this peace, as you shared, you know, Augusto. I kept feeling this peace that that I had been sent by the Lord into that room for a purpose and uh, for me to exercise that purpose and so, you know, and of course I wasn't, uh, it was a very, uh, tense meeting that was going on. I, I don't know what was going on, whether they're, they're considering a war or some type of economic things or whatever, but Putin was there and one of his foreign ministers were sitting at a table. They were alone facing these others. And, um, so I had no idea. And, you know, I knew that I was there for Putin, but I didn't know why. And, you know, of course, the people that know Putin knows he's a Russian Orthodox Church. And, of course, he is a dictator. <laughs> you know, he has people killed. I mean, hey, uh, you know, I'm not no dummy, okay? And so what was interesting, though, was I was standing there. I kept being drawn to Vladimir Putin, of all people. And suddenly... I began to just quietly sing a song by the Holy Spirit. It wasn't loud. It was very quiet. And I was just like humming and started into a song. And it was the Holy Spirit song. And it was also in tongues. I have no idea the words of it. 
uh, couldn't understand them. It didn't matter anyway. But as I was singing this song very lightly, I didn't, you know, it was so much, so I was singing so low in tune that unless you really listened, you wouldn't even hear it. And so I sang for a couple of minutes and, and stopped singing. And the meeting was going on, and then Putin, I noticed, I turned to look at him, and he was looking directly at me. And he stuck his hand up, and his finger motioned me to come to him. And so I turned, and I, you know, normally you couldn't have done that for anything, but I turned and walked over to his left side. The the foreign, I think it was the foreign minister of Russia, was on the right side of him sitting down, and he was sitting in a chair, and I walked up to his left side, and he said, what were you singing? That really, that really touched me. And I said, I told him, I said, well, I'm, I'm, you know, that wasn't a song that I'm aware of. I don't know the words, but I was singing by the Holy Spirit. I said, the Holy Spirit that resides in me and directs me also assists me into being able to sing in languages and tongues that I don't know. And it's by the Holy Spirit. And I said, that's what's important. And he said, I want to know more about this, this Holy Spirit. And so I shared a little bit with him, and and then suddenly he asked me, he said, will you pray for me? And, you know, I'm standing in this room where all these leaders are facing each other over some kind of critical issue. I don't, you know, I'm standing there thinking, and it looked like, all of them were looking at me as, you know, with great criticism, like I was a traitor. They could see me, but they, but some for some reason they couldn't stop me, and they couldn't interfere with me. So anyway, um, I put my hand on his shoulder and I began to pray in tongues. And of course, probably, um, you know, sometimes when I do that, I'm not to be to know what I'm praying. It's in the spirit. And so it's not none of my business what I pray for people. It's private, you know, between the Creator and them. And this that's what this appeared to be. And as I was praying in tongues, and I had my hand on his shoulder, uh, he began to sob and began to cry great tears. And, I mean, he would, they were running down his face. He was crying, crying, crying. And I, I was so shocked, you know, because he's supposed to be a strong man. But it was like the Holy Spirit was dealing with him in his heart, and he was just crying. And so what's interesting, and I'll share a little bit more, but not much, uh, this occurred, and then I patted him on the shoulder, and I started to walk off. And they started to bring some refreshments into the room. And these are the, this is the other thing uh, that was strange. They asked him if he wanted something to eat or to drink. He said, nobody in this room can bring me anything to eat or drink but him, and he pointed right at me. So I went in the other room, which was kind of like a kitchenette, and I got him some fruit, and I brought it to him. I said, this is some fruit. I just got it over the service there. And so he ate the fruit, and then he said, I I, I could use some water. So anyway, I went in, and I, and I went over to I didn't try to hunt a bottle of water or anything like that. I went right to the tap water, and you know what that is. That's the running water, you know, out of the the system, the water system, and I run him about three quarters of a of a glass of water, and I took it to him, and he says, "What kind of water is this?" I said, "This is tap water." He says, "What is tap?" He didn't know what tap meant. You know, that's the American term, pretty much. And I said, "This is." 
I said, this is community water. I said, uh, lots of people use this and drink out of this. In other words, it wasn't special water. It was community water. And so he took it and he drank it. And uh, I'm not going to share any of the other points, but, hey, I have never had an interaction in a dream with anybody like I did with Putin other than, I guess, my vision of Donald Trump, you know, and that was, that's been years ago, but I was shocked and, and I still am at all. And I already took a prayer walk and asked the Lord to show me more about uh, what that entails, but maybe, or maybe I'll get more, maybe I won't. But anyway, I wanted to share it guys. Yeah, that is uh, quite an interesting dream. Seems like we're getting dreams now about Donald Trump. I had one about him, uh, back shortly after he won the 2016 election. It was uh, quite shocking because uh, I've, it's been a long time since I've had any dreams that I could remember. But I dreamed about Trump, and in the dream I was in a room, and against one of the walls in the room was this giant machine going from the floor clear up to the ceiling. Uh, it's hard to describe. I just knew that it was a machine that uh, generated a very powerful uh, electric charge. And in the middle of this uh, machine at floor level was a chair sitting in a groove. And in the chair was Donald Trump. And I knew in my spirit that uh, this chair was hooked up to this machine and was intended to electrify Trump and kill him. Uh, then I saw a hand moving towards a switch to uh, start the electricity. It was like a uh, something out of the old horror movies, the mad scientist, you know, and all the machines in there and whatnot. So this hand threw the switch that was supposed to kill Donald Trump. In the meantime, I saw Trump sitting in his chair and he was just like looking around, wondering what was going on. And this hand kept throwing the switch over and over again, trying to electro electrocute Trump and nothing was happening. And then after that, I saw Trump, he was standing in front of the switch. He had gotten up and he was standing in front of the switch and he was throwing it himself, trying to see what this is all about and looking around. And then that was the end of the dream. So it's very easy to interpret, I think, that uh, uh, he is being protected. And I think he will continue to be protected. I don't think God is anywhere near uh, the end of using Trump. So, uh, you know, interesting dream. I'm sure a lot of pe other people are having dreams. There is one site out there called Z3 News, and they post a lot of uh, uh, dreams and words that uh, God's prophets are receiving. And it is just, it's, it's amazing. I wish I could remember exactly when I had it, but uh, I was just dumbfounded when I woke up. I had never had a dream about Trump before that or after that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um I don't have any dreams and visions uh, like that, but um, whenever I do get them, they come to pass. And um, and I'm, you know, it's, I, I take no credit for it, none, zero. I'm just a messenger. I'm just a messenger. But I am faithful. I am faithful in delivering the message exactly as I receive it. I don't add to it, and I don't take away from it, and I don't and I don't add a, a preaching to it. I just deliver the message, and um, you know. And one of the things that I can, I, if 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 I if if I would, if I may, say to those prophets out there, you know, uh, which I I call them um, prophets in training, right? 
in the pit, there in the pit. And, and, and I had to be in the pit for many years when God was using me. I was perfecting my gift. I had the gift, but it has to be perfected. It has to be matured. And so there are many of those in the pit. Here's what I would say to you. Be very, uh, be very simple in how you deliver the message of the Lord and your dream and your vision. Don't add to it and preach afterwards for another 30 minutes. Don't do that. If you want to preach, if you want to teach, do a separate program and then do that teaching. Do not, do not conflate the two so that you can get more views, whatever. Don't do that. Don't not do that. That does not please the Lord. Deliver the message of the Lord with simplicity. Just exactly what he says and nothing more. And when it's over, it's over. If it's two minutes, it's two minutes. If it's five minutes, it's five minutes. And that would be my advice to you, young prophets in uh, in training, because I have seen a lot of people through my years of ministry, over 40, prophets, even even, even well-known prophets, make mistakes like that because of what I just said. Because after the after they finished saying what the Lord said, they continued. They did not stop. And so <clears throat> this is important and uh I, I just felt like saying that. And uh like I said, there's a there there are a lot of uh, prophets in training out there and uh m- many of them very gifted, but they have this tendency to preach. They're too preachy. And they and, and they and they have a message from the Lord, and then they go and preach for another twenty minutes or whatever, or thirty minutes. And so that is that is that is not that conflates things and confuses people. It confuses people because then the people start thinking that everything else that that person says is is from the Lord, and it is not. It is them preaching. Do you understand? And so this is this is not good because that is many times a sin of presumption. A sin of presumption. That means that to make people presume or assume that all this other stuff that you're saying is straight from the Lord, which when it's not. It's just words I'm preaching. You know, you're preaching and teaching and then there is the word of the Lord. So I'm just I'm just sharing this advice, this counsel. Call it godly counsel. If you receive it, God will bless. Praise God. Anyways, um, there's a lot of things going on. The people are getting ready for war. And uh, there's one, one article here I wanted to share with the people. It's by Leo Holman. And um, I, I'm, his articles are always very interesting. And so the the Joe Biden's uh, or Biden's Transportation Security Administration is now moving forward with plans to expand facial recognition technology at 430 U.S. airports. So if you thought that there was a lot of control before, if you thought that there was a lot of uh, laws and problems at airports and things, get ready because now it's going to get even more complicated. The TSA is now saying that it will install enhanced credential authentication technologies, CAT, devices at the airports, an upgrade from previous units used in a pilot program at nearly 30 U.S. airports. (coughs) 
and um and uh anyway uh these things are going to be now you're going to start seeing them at the airports according to the article and um and now uh they are uh these units according to this article have been deployed at nearly 30 airports nationwide already and is now being rolled out at more than 400 federalized airports in the next few years, according to MSN. So as I read that, <clears throat> I was thinking about this uh, <clears throat> This man, can't remember his name, uh, but he was at the, with Stan Johnson at the Prophecy Club, and um, he shared uh, the you know the visions that God had given him about the future, and he saw I mean, and, and this was years ago, many years ago. God showed him the flat TVs. He said he, that he saw these flat TVs all over the place at the airports, and then he also said that he saw these cameras and security devices and all over at the airports and facial recognition. And I mean, he nailed it. I mean, he nailed it tight. And uh, when I read this, I just thought about that. I can't remember the name of this young man. He's passed away now, but uh, God showed him the end. God showed him the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the mark of the beast system. God showed him the rapture of the church. God showed him um, the, um, I mean, all, all of these things, people being executed. And, um, and, and God showed him the, the militarization of the, of the police. Everything that God showed him is now coming to pass. And um, so when I was reading this article, I just, it brought back that memory. So I just thought I'd share that with you. Well, that sounds like something uh, I had heard from somebody called Pastor Peters. I don't know if that's the name yeah, or Peters, not. Peters, Peters, Peters makes, yeah, it, it sounds like Peters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I wish I knew knew more, but that's just what came to mind when you were trying to share that. and. And uh, I can't remember his full name, but but Peters sounds right, you know. I think his first name was Ken. Ken Peters, I believe, is maybe his name. Augusto. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm going to see if I if I can pull it out. Go ahead. Okay. I, I think I think I remember something similar to that from a Ken Peters years ago, and he has passed away. But uh, you know, uh, there's all kind of. You know, saints and and prophetic utterances and and dreams and visions and and experiences that just are almost unexplainable that the Lord has given people. Well, for years, I mean, for years, and uh, I, I don't know. You you would think more people would be interested, and I know the remnant is. I know the remnant's interested, but uh, we need to follow these closely. And and I just ask that people. For the, for the ones of us that are sharing these things, that, that the people out there pray for us because the enemy doesn't want this information shared. So please keep us in prayer and cover, uh, you know, a covering, prayer covering. So, you know, I was going to share also that uh, there seems to be some threats coming from um, China. Indirectly, though, the, the FBI director, Ray, uh, recently was talking about the coming CCP cyber hacks that will target all Americans in the USA and, uh, you know, reporting that uh, the American people would be suffering uh, 
in all areas. In other words, uh, you know, your your electricity, your medications, your food sources, all supplies would be interrupted or stopped, and and possibly the grids would go down. You would have periods of darkness or extended time of darkness, and and so we've got all of that incoming. Uh, you know, we're hearing it even now, and and even now, some of the people that don't like this country much and would prefer it to be communist, they're even saying things that uh, allude to the same scenarios of warnings that we heard prophetically. Yeah, it, it's interesting uh, how uh, we are getting things uh, becoming a reality now that I have showed up in old television shows. One of the programs that we've spoken of often was the series of Star Trek and how they had a lot of technology in that program that didn't exist at the time and now exists, such as doors that open automatically when you approach them. We all have those now, uh, have all those now in uh, supermarkets and shopping malls and so forth. So there is technology out there. I've heard that the technology that is, uh, or that exists and is being hidden from the public is about 50 years in advance of where we are, that we don't know about it. I remember years ago, there was a real a good website out there that had a lot of information about uh, technology that was being hidden. And one of the things that I saw there was an airplane. It was like a Cessna, and they had an actual picture of it. It didn't have any wings. It used anti-gravity to fly. And there is all kinds of stuff like that. We look at what Tesla came up with, and his inventions were just so far beyond their time. For instance, he had uh, a tower. He actually built one that worked, and that was a tower that would transmit through the air electricity to homes and power these homes, and the electricity uh, didn't cost anything. It didn't, it didn't come from a power plant. I don't know how he did it, but, of course, that never uh, saw the light of day because then the people that are making so much money from uh, the oil industry – uh, they would lose out, so they they did not, did not allow that to uh, take you know to come out into the public. I think the Russians got their hands on all the plans and everything, and they're probably using that same technology. But that's what is happening. There is uh, all of this technology out there that we could be using for the good of people, and these devils that are uh, you know running the world and trying to bring us this new world order. They're hiding it and keeping it hidden because they don't want mankind to benefit from it. So this is what we're facing now, and uh, I'll tell you, this is really uh, an exciting and very sobering time to be living in. Yeah, I agree. It's very, it's it's, <laughs> it's very dangerous, but it's it's very sobering and exciting. Yeah, uh, I I totally agree with that. Well, yeah, I looked up the, this man uh, that I was referring to, and. Uh, his name is Kent, Kenneth Peters. He passed away uh, in August 14, 2021. He was only 62 years old. And so uh, I, I, I also found a YouTube uh, uh, place where the full version of his uh, of his uh, you know of his dream vision dream uh, he has it. The full version is two hours and 38 minutes and 26 seconds. So it's pretty long. And of course, this is uh, <clears throat> back with uh, Stan Johnson, the, the Prophecy Club. 
and uh, I'm, we're going to post this for the benefit of you all, uh, and uh, you know that want to see it. I have seen it uh, a couple of times already in the past. So uh, we're going to post it, and uh, it will be there along with our program uh, this evening as we are recording this. So, uh, yeah, it's um, there's so many things that uh, uh, so many things that uh, are happening uh, at this time that uh, that uh, well, you, you know uh, that it's it's and there's another video here I I just uh, I just found out. I mean, I just found it. Maybe it's the Lord providing it. He said, God showed me the last days of planet Earth. Ken Peters. That was on Sid Roth. Sid Roth's. Uh, uh, so we're going to post those two videos later today for the benefit of all, all of you out there that want to see it. Um, anyways, uh, I was in prayer this morning and the Lord began to deal with me about some things, you know, and uh, he showed me back when I was in my younger years and things, you know, the prophetic timelines. And, you know, it began to dawn on me the fact that we don't always understand the purposes and the timelines of the Most High. And uh, as, I, as I began to remember and the Lord began to bring to my memory some of the things, right, in in, in in stages in my life, right, uh, seasons in my life, I began to see how the hand, the hand of God moved supernaturally to open certain doors and close other doors to kind of nudge me and bring me right into his perfect will. And, um, and how there were seasons, there were seasons of opportunity. I'm going to share a word. I'm going to share a word with you, okay? This is a word from the Lord. And it's nothing, it's nothing uh, prophetic or anything like that. It's just, if you will, a word of wisdom, okay? That, yeah, that's what it is. It's a word of wisdom. I'm, I'm going to share a word of wisdom with you because I believe this is God's will for me to do this right now. And that is that there are seasons in all of our lives, and I'm speaking to some of you out there. There are seasons in all of your life, all of our lives, including yours, listening to this program, where opportunities come, doors open, okay? And when those doors open, you have to walk through them. You walk through those doors, and, and, and they're, they're divine doors. They're divine doors that is going to bring you into the very presence of God, the very will of God, the presence of God. And there are people out there that you're going through a very difficult time, at this time, you have gone through a rough, very, very, very bad time, very difficult time, and you wonder if God has forgotten about you. Sometimes you wonder if God even knows you're there. <clears throat> and I'm telling you, he does. And there are windows and doors that you have to, when they open, you walk through them because it's, it's a season. And sometimes these things come in very inopportune times. It comes like in the midst of problems, in the midst of chaos. And uh, so I don't know why I'm saying that to some people out there. Um, and uh, there, there are going to be some opportunities that are going to open for you. Maybe some of you are, are thinking about re relocation. Maybe, maybe some of you are thinking about something else. Uh, 
but um, maybe you're in a business and the, your business is failing and you're wondering what to do with it. And maybe the door, the God is going to shut that door down and open a new door in a different business. And when this happens, it's going to open a door of blessing. And uh, if you're walking with God and if you're, if you're faithful with God and if you trust in him and if you, if you put your trust in God and not in mammon, listen carefully. You got to put your trust in God, not in mammon. If you do that, the Lord is going to open doors, effectual doors, and you and, and, and you're going to be amazed. You're going to say, "Wow, how did that happen?" And so, you know, I'm just sharing this because <clears throat> I just felt that uh, I I was shown something this morning, and I just feel like we are in a very we are in a very dangerous season, but we are in a very prophetic season too, people. We are in a very prophetic season, and we're still going to see the harvest. We are still going to see the the Lord bring in the harvest. We're still going to see those things that God showed you he was going to do and hasn't happened yet. I have things that God has shown me that he's going to do with me and hasn't happened yet. I'm holding on to that. I'm holding on to that. And I say, Lord, this hasn't happened yet, and this hasn't happened yet. So I am holding on to God, and I believe that... Uh, the best is yet to come for those, for those that are his, for those that are his, those that are his, he's going to protect and he's going to provide and he's going to lead us to the other side. Okay. Those that are not his, those that are not serving him. If you're not serving him, if you're backsliding, if you're living a life full of sin, if you're living a life of hypocrisy, pretending something you're not, uh, then it's not going to go well, okay? So take it for what it is, just a, a word of wisdom, a word of advice. Well, that's that's really interesting, and that's a good word, actually. That ought to give, encourage people. Uh, one of my favorite verses that I don't really quote much is Isaiah 60. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Isaiah 60 is really, it, it's almost like an anomaly or an enigma in Scripture uh, because, you know, people are uh, basically see things are a lot of times black and white. In other words, you know, Isaiah 60 plainly de- declares that as the darkness falls, the light arises in God's people. And so, you know, that seems like a, uh, I guess, antipodal comment. I mean, darkness falling and light arising at the same time. And yes, it's simultaneous. It happens simultaneously in Isaiah 60. So people can read that. But I really have, I felt that as you were sharing that, Augusto. And, and I really do believe that uh, a lot of people is going to have opportunities. They're going to have opportunities to go minister. And that don't mean you might have to go physically, you know, as, the last uh, trip last night that I took, if you will, uh, in that what I call a dream, vision, experience, uh, I was ministering, and I was ministering in a place it would have been impossible for it to happen, and it had been impossible for me to be there, and here I yet, in the spirit, and remember in that dream, you know, I sang a spiritual song, and then I ministered in the spirit. I think that more and more people may have those opportunities. I'm not special. I'm not special at all. I guess God used me because I was available. 
And last night I wasn't feeling all that great. But, uh, you know, he used me anyway, and I didn't ask him about it. I just do And that's one thing I've tried to be all my life is obedient. Whenever he went, and I've told the Lord many, many times, if you want to send me somewhere, you know, in the spirit, out of the spirit, whatever you want to do, you know, I'm yours. And, hey, it takes me up on that. But I, I do believe that as these things begin to unfold in America, and a lot of them are going to be not good, okay, be observant, be be awake, be open-minded to the Lord moving in your life, and he's going to open some doors and maybe even some windows. Yes, God is uh, capable of doing things that are beyond our imagination, I believe. And I've thought a lot about this. And I believe that when the time comes, when they start closing the borders down and uh, travel becomes very difficult, the Lord will be able to send us wherever he wants us to be to minister to people. But one of the things that came to my mind as uh, both of you were sharing has to do with prayer and answered prayer, because there are some things that I've been praying for for a long time, and I am continuing to pray for them, and this is what we all need to do, and that is if you're praying for something, say for the salvation of a friend or a loved one, do not give up and stop praying for them no matter what. I heard the story of one man who was praying for an individual to be saved, and it took him 16 years before that person was finally saved. So whatever it is that you're praying for, as the Word says, if you believe that you receive it, then you will have it. It has to do with faith. And I believe that our faith is actually strengthened if the Lord delays the answer of a prayer for some reason. And this is the opportunity for us to just stay in His Word and stay in prayer and believe that we will receive the answer. And I believe that we will. Like I said, there are some things that I'm praying for. I think in my mind, how in the world can God do this? But I have to remind myself that he can do anything. He has done things that we've read about in the Bible that are just beyond our imagination. And he can do them very easily. So we need to keep that in mind and just persevere. And just uh, spend time every day with the Lord. Just put everything aside Sit quietly, have some nice music playing, whatever it is that gets you in the right frame of mind, and just spend time listening and see what the Lord says to you. He may just download something to you. You don't know where it came from, but uh, you never know. God, you know, don't limit God by trying to figure out how he's going to do something, because he'll do it a different way just to show that he can do it. God's ways are not our ways. And as I was listening to both you, uh, Larry and Chuck, um, that is what kept coming to me, that God's ways are not our, are not our ways, and uh, God's ways are beyond finding out, the Scripture says. And so many times we limit him by putting restrictions and barriers when we assume that he is a man, you know, and uh, we look at our circumstances and we look at things that are going on and we just... Uh, we just say, no, there's no way out of this. And um, we forget, we forget that the, the scriptures <clears throat> in the Bible is filled with examples of how God delivered Israel and his servants out of situations what, right at the moment when there was no way out. And so uh, God is the God of miracles. And uh, the other thing that I, I, I was going to say, then, and, and that was when you were talking, Chuck, is that there's also in prayers, okay, 
we have to have faith when we pray that we receive it. But there's also the law of accumulation. It's the law of accumulation. Their prayers are accumulated for a certain specific thing or, or person. When those prayers are accumulated, there is a time when action is taken in heaven, and the answer is sent. Okay? And uh, so we need to keep that in mind. There's also the law of accumulation, which means just because the Lord has not answered your prayer yet doesn't mean he is not going to answer your prayer. Just keep asking, keep believing, and keep uh, just thanking him for it, thanking him for it in advance. And uh, one last thing, Larry, regarding uh, that I thought about when you were sharing <clears throat> your experience with Putin, I, I really believe that the Lord might have taken your spirit there to him in the spirit to minister to the man. And he, I, I know he has done this with me at times past uh, without me realizing it, and uh, I realized it later. And uh, you may have put something in that man's spirit. You may have, when you pray for him, there may have been a deposit there from God, and he used you to do that. And uh, and so <clears throat> that happens. And I can bear a fact that that happens because <laughs> I have seen it happen, okay, personally. Uh, and I, I, I have I have seen that happen to me in the past where I have been used like that by the Lord uh, to minister to someone. And um, so, you know, we don't understand. Maybe some people out there think this is a bunch of bunk or whatever. That's fine. Um, I don't expect everybody to be at that level to be able to understand and receive things, you know, like this. But anyway, this is for everybody. You know, you get, you know, rich and get whatever you can get and, and and eat whatever you can eat, and the other just don't. That's fine. We serve a table here in this program for everybody, at all levels. Okay, so it so it, everybody has a, a a bite to eat. So anyway, final words, Larry and Chuck, and then we'll shut it down. Well, I was going to say thank you, Augusto, for sharing that, and uh, I just wanted to mention you you and uh, Chuck both talked about prayers and the power of prayers and the, like you said, the accumulation of prayers. I wanted to just say that uh, biblically, one of the very things that is allowed, and I'm sure there's a whole lot that's not allowed, but one of the things that most assuredly by the Bible is allowed into the throne room of God, the presence of God, is the prayers of the saints. Yeah, like Augusto said, it's uh, the accumulation of prayers that brings about the answer, I believe. Sometimes we get the answer right away. Sometimes we have to just keep praying for the longest time. But we are not to faint or give up and keep praying. And don't stop, and you'll see the answer eventually. Augusto? Amen. And call the things that are not as though they were. That's the way it says in the Book of Romans, chapter 4. This is Augusto Perez, Larry Taylor, Chuck Wilson, with the End Time News Report. We trust and pray that this has been a blessing to you and informative. Until next time, God bless. Shalom. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.